Welcome back to HB Unfiltered Sports Talk. I'm joined by the Stiff Brownie, better known as Stiffy B, the intern, and yours truly, the Dirtbag. Uh, today's show is brought to you by J3 Supply for your hoses and fitting specialist. Uh, come on down to Huntington Beach, meet uh, our boy. He's uh, awesome. And then uh, we have a couple things that we need to cover today. Um, got backup.com uh, it's a new uh, product that has six terabytes of storage uh, for six people up to six devices and it's only 995 a month and you can find this on our website and uh, I you need to go to the website for sure HB unfiltered we've upgraded the site you can go to our sponsors and find this got merchandise everything. merchandise and we also syndication so you'll scroll down on syndications it's an easy menu to follow now uh, much easier um, and you'll see all the different avenues that you can uh, check us out on so uh, and uh, keep keep uh, supporting us if you can and um, one last thing I gotta give a big shout out to my boys Augie and Larry Beavers at uh, Selman Chevrolet in Orange off the 55 in Chapman. These guys are awesome. Uh, you need to go down there if you need a nice Chevy truck or a vehicle. Yep. These guys are going to hook you up, save you some money. All you got to do is say hbunfilteredsportstalk.com, sent you there. And uh, Stiffy B or the Dirtbag, Jeremy Williams, just mention our name and they're going to take care of you. Um, awesome. But, you know, we're, right now we're going to go on to what happened this day in sports with the intern or possibly the previous day. What do we got? So we're going to go back to the anniversary. Yesterday, July 11th, this was a big one. In 1914, Babe Ruth made his MLB debut as the pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, earning a 4-3 win against the Cleveland Naps at Fenway. Um, July 12th. 1901, Cy Young wins his 300th game. Wow. And this is a fun one. So in 1979, it's the anniversary of Disco Demolition Night. Um, so a crate of disco records was blown up on the field of Comiskey Park in between games <laughs> of a doubleheader between the White Sox and the Tigers. Fans then rushed onto the field, causing a riot. 39 people were arrested. The field was damaged so badly, the Sox had to forfeit the game. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I was, awesome. I, was, I, was, uh, I was only nine years old, but I totally remember uh, that event. And I was like, what was that guy thinking, the marketing person, even la- allowing him to do that? I mean, they there was fires. People are rioting, just partying. And that's when people had a, had a pair. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of segues into our first uh, first uh, thing we need to talk about. South Chicago. Hey, let's let's keep it in Chicago. Yeah. I'm, I'm fired up about this whole uh, Northwestern thing with Pat Fitzgerald. Um, I really don't... I, I don't get how, you know, it's it's the whole thing with even America, just how soft we're getting as a nation or with with everything that, that comes with allegations. Hazing. Hazing happens everywhere all the time and I've I've been I've been a part of hazing. I'm not gonna mention the school or the fraternity or anything, but I've been hazed and it's a part of growing up. It's a discipline. Respect your elders. It's nothing. It's not it's not a crime. I don't I don't understand how he gets fired. We we're talking about not only a four um, scholar athlete for four years at Northwestern, one of their best players ever. He goes on five more years as an assistant, and now he's been a 
unbelievable coach for 17 years at one of the finest institutions in the nation. Yeah. How on earth do you fire him when he has hasn't even been proven guilty? You don't. And that's why they're going to be, have a massive, massive, massive lawsuit against them. They're going to lose big time. This president made a huge mistake by just... I, I don't know who this one player is that came forth, but you're forgetting the other thousands of players throughout the years that have played for Pat Fitzgerald, and I'm pretty sure they'll come to his defense and say what an amazing person and man he was and how they basically turned them in from boys to men. Yeah, oh, I like that group, by the way. You know, I think I think it all boils down to how, how you know how kids are raised these days. Participation trophies. Oh and, God! And all the the BS that goes along with that. I mean, if you want if you want winners, produce winners. You know, I can tell you that I hate I hate absolutely hate to lose, and I even at my age right now I will do everything I possibly can to win. Now that being said, like you know, I, I play golf. I'm very competitive with myself, and that's helped. But like team sports, it's like I, I just wouldn't lose. And so you allow, you know, the hazing and all the things to take place that may or may not sh- take place, but it's because they target someone that's weak and they're trying to make them stronger. That's how I view it. I don't, I don't necessarily Absolutely. believe it's right. But like if we were building, if we were building soldiers from day one, uh, you know, as a, as a, as a father and, and, and wife, yes. or a father and mother, I should say, then... Your son isn't going to get hazed because your son's going to fight back. Yes. Yeah, I mean, seriously, just watch Full Metal Jacket. You want to see hazing. I mean, basically, people have gotten drafted in this country and go six months through boot camp. And I'll tell you what, we can't even pronounce, even on unfiltered, some of the shit that comes out of the mouth of the sergeant running these guys. And, uh, you know, it is. You're trying to get the weak link to not be a weak link anymore. Yep. And I, I don't know how we've gotten a, so far away from this, but like you said, on that participation trophy shit, I, that really bothers me. Just because the mom sees her little boy Jimmy crying, well, he cries because he doesn't get candy at the store. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, all these millennials are so soft. Stop giving a kid who finishes in last on a team that never won a game a trophy. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed. I'd throw that shit in the trash. Me too. And you know my... First, second, third. I don't mean like third. Sorry. Give me the cut you off. No, no, no. You're fine. My one one friend, uh, you know, Mark, his son's a, a superior baseball player. He's really good. He doesn't like to lose. And he ended up second, and the first thing he did was literally walk off the field and drop the trophy in the trash can as he was walking off. He's I like, like it. I, I only come to win. That's all I came here to do. I like it. I was watching the World Juniors in hockey in Sweden finish second. I mean, second's pretty damn good, right? Yeah, especially yeah, in and, that, and, that and, they, and they gave silver medals. Two, two of the Swedish guys took the medals and threw them into the stands. Didn't, yeah. even, want, didn't even want it. This Second's whole, not good to some people. This is the whole problem with society. We've just gotten way too soft, too sensitive. It's just unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. It, things things need to change. And as I, a parent, you've got a really tough job right now in this type of environment. Yeah, no. Both parents are working. Kids are being raised by others who can't even discipline or touch them. I mean, this is why kids go crazy. Yep. And act up and act like a fool. Yep. There's, there's absolutely no uh, humbleness, that's for sure. I mean, I I can tell you how many times I've gotten smacked across my face and been like, whoa, okay. So, you know? <laughs> so yes, I, seriously, I've been beaten with the belt and the, the belt buckle was on it. It's not even leather anymore. 
you know that does elite does leave so marks. Let me ask you this: with Fitzgerald, um, they they're handing the team to the assistants. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, I'm glad a- I'm glad you brought that up because this is another thing that pisses me off about this whole situation. So you basically are guilty till you prove yourself innocent. Now, I guess in this day and age, it's yep. not innocent till proven guilty. Yep, and. The the president has come out and said he thinks he has sufficient evidence uh, to basically fire Pat Fitzgerald, and he says the reason is is because he's in charge of the whole program. He takes the fall. Well, if, if that's the case, why are you giving his assistants the 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 keys to the car? They should be fired too. They're part of his coaching staff. They also watch these kids and are at the events. And if you've ever played any type of collegiate or uh, travel ball or anything like that, the head coach is very standoffish. He's the guy in, you know, creating plays or managing his coaches. The, the assistant coaches have a way higher, um, you know, uh, hands-on approach. Yes. Than than the actual head coach. You think Mark's or you think Saban knows anything? Um, dude. Anything that's going on, he has no idea what's going on. He's literally a figurehead for Alabama. Yes. He gets he's he, on his boat. He recruits the guys, and I don't even know if he recruits the guys anymore. But I can tell you this: his assistants are what run that team. He does. He and, does. and if and if some hazing's going on in Alabama, yeah, he probably doesn't know about it. Yeah, but his assistants do. Yeah, he probably just shows his face in that room on on the um, on the computer now. Yeah. So I mean, those guys should be canned. And and as an assistant, I don't know if I'd want the job. To be honest with you, because what I know about football, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but but especially in the NFL, they all have like a brotherhood, and they all know each other very, very well. So if this head coach gets fired, like Sean Payton, for instance, he didn't get fired, but he retired, right? Right. And he took like a leave of absence for a year and a half, two years. Then he takes the Denver Broncos job. He calls up his old buddies and says, hey, let's run it back. Yeah, they all are in cahoots together. So if I'm an assistant for Fitzgerald and yeah. I want a future job, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily want to continue working at I'm, Northwestern. I'm telling you right now, if Pat Fitzgerald's my boss, he's the one who hired me, gave that, gave me that assistant job. I'm standing behind him. Yeah. I am not coaching Northwestern. I would bow down and wait for this to all play out because I think they're going to get hit with a massive lawsuit and lose. But I would go to another school if I'm an assistant at that point. And then whenever Pat Fitzgerald, and if I was at another school, this guy is an awesome coach, and he brought up guys at Northwestern never used to win, and now they win. Yeah, I mean they're not a powerhouse, but they are solid. Better than they used to. They are tough out when you play them. And I'll tell you this much right now: I would hire him in a heartbeat if I had an opening. So, like, I'm at obviously I'm I'm a huge USC fan. Oh, real quick, uh, shout out to Allison Corpus who won the U.S. Open for the women. She's from SC. Fight on. (laughs) Anyways, I we have Lincoln Riley. And Lincoln Riley is amazing. So, but if we didn't have Lincoln Riley and we still had, you know, numbnuts over there coaching, I would take Pat Fitzgerald in a heartbeat. Sure. Because this, like we keep on saying, this hazing happens everywhere. People getting paid backdoor everywhere. His kids play hard for him. He's put a good program together. Yeah, I, I just, uh, dude, we gotta stop being soft. We got, we gotta go back to what made America great. What made America great? I'm wondering. Let's bring it back. Do you ever feel like sometimes the kids? I don't want to say how do I put this properly. The kids who aren't playing 
and unhappy with their playing situation, they are more likely to create something like this. Yeah, absolutely. And here you just you're just bringing up a, an absolute great point. Let's say there is a kid that doesn't like being hazed by Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. Well, you know what, kid? You got this thing called a transfer portal, leave. and you can leave that day soon as it happens and go. I'm going to another school because I don't like the way you're, uh, you know, teaching me. The days of Bobby Knight are done. Dude. The way he coached and yelled. Can't throw a chair. You can't choke a kid anymore. What's wrong with this? I used to. I thought for like my entire high school experience, I thought my name on the team was fucking dumbass. Yeah, Dumas. I really did. I really did. It was Dumas. It was French. That's right. <laughs> oh my god, we need to get hard. Stop being soft. I hear you. This sucks. Well, speaking about hard, um, we've got a hard ma- match tonight as U.S. Soccer. We're playing in the Confa Cup. We're in the semifinals. Yeah. We're playing Panama at four uh, four thirty, I believe, tonight. And then okay. the second game of the semifinals is Jamaica <laughs> versus Mexico at seven. I swear, man, if we lose to a country like Panama hey, once again, what is soccer. wrong with America? We're playing a lot better soccer and I and I hope that on Saturday, um, July sixteenth or I'm sorry, Sunday, July sixteenth, we're gonna be there in the finals, probably playing Mexico again. Seems yeah. like we always play them. So oh, that's gonna turn fun. into an absolute fight. You saw the last one. Oh yeah, right? yeah. There were we had penalties. I've never seen so many, many red cards. We had three guys ejected from the game for literally wanting to punch um, a, a player on on Mexico's team. Yeah, they well, they were both going crazy, and then, yeah. and then they started fighting in the stands. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I remember <laughs> it, was, that. it was awesome. Anyways, if you get a chance to watch that, it's on Fox Sports One. I'm sure it'll be a, a great match, and our team's actually really good. We're getting ready to. Um, Start qualifying for some more stuff. So yeah. That's good. Well, thank God there's something on to watch because it's slim pickings right now. Yeah. We got to wait till Friday for baseball to start. So I don't even know what what else there is to watch. I can't watch the WNBA. Well, did you get a chance to see the All Star game last night? Summer it was league great. stinks. What? Did you get a chance to watch the All Star game last <laughs> I night? I sure did. I know who did it. <laughs> Tell I, us a little bit about it. It was an. It was actually a really good game, and the National League finally won for the first time since 2012. So. You know, nine nine year uh, losing streak to the American League. So that's awesome. I don't know about those unis though; they were a little uh, a little crazy. You were explaining to me that the first first inning was pretty uh, pretty amazing. The guys had uh, yeah two two great, two great catches back to back. Okuna pretty much got robbed of extra base hits, and then Freddie Freeman gets robbed of extra base hits, and then these outfielders are dancing, partying like Santana with his walk off homer. It's awesome. So well, coming out of the All Star break, the next thing that we have to focus on is not only winning on the gambling side of things because there's yes. this is when teams start really tanking. Um, they want to get a better draft position, and and um, so the the really bad teams, your your uh, Kansas City Royals. Your Oakland Athletics, Chicago White Sox, Vegas Aids. Washington, yeah, Washington Nationals, um, St. Louis Cardinals, which I I can't believe I'm even saying that. Yeah, I cannot believe they're in last place. Colorado, it's got to be a first for a long time. And Pittsburgh, I think the Pittsburgh Pirates are going to be um, tanking big time. So when you when you start looking at the schedule um, over the weekend. Um, just focus on the teams that are actually playing for something, like any team in the AL East. Yeah. You know, your Dodgers, your Arizona Diamondbacks, they might be buyers. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I love Atlanta, Minnesota, and Tampa Bay this weekend. Um, those are the teams I'm going to be focused on betting on. Your Padres are going to be sellers. I know. I can't believe that either. Yeah. Soto. <laughs> Soto, how dare you turn down $450 million offered so by the So lazy, dude. You are never going to get that money back. Yeah. That was a bad decision on your part. You should have accepted the money and then demanded trade like all you prima donnas do. The one thing I did like about the All-Star coverage, which was really different for me, like when I get to the, when I'm watching the NBA All-Star weekend, it seems like it's such a mess, right? Yeah. This was clear and concise. Home run derby one day, game the next. Right. And then in between, they were talking about potential trades. Yes. And Otani specifically. Yeah. So, um... Very interesting stuff coming up by August first, right? Yeah, and hey, real quick, I mean, we got it. We got um, we got um, six weeks before uh, college football, pro football hit. But I want to touch base on the the MLB draft. Did you see who the Dodgers took in the twentieth round? No, DJ Aguglia, the quarterback from no. St. John Bosco, the no one Clemson transferred to Oregon State. He's he was a pitcher in high school. Wow! So we got that guy, and then also Zach. Um, Joyce, the brother of Ben Joyce, p- uh, picked out of Tennessee from uh, for the Angels. So we got some good things to look at with the with the draft and these players and see where they go. YouTube, have a great weekend. YouTube, like and subscribe. Cheers. Yes, like and subscribe. YouTube.